Welcome to the Quantum Wellbeing Show. Tonight is the late night decaf episode. <laughs> and, you know, inspiration hits you when inspiration hits you. And I would like to talk tonight about achieving your health and fitness especially your weight goals, reaching your intentions for your weight. And we're going to do it by virtue of a post that I've written uh, about my client who uh, has graduated after many, many, many months of working with me, she has graduated and I'm so, I'm so excited for her. But first let's talk about weight release because it's a it's a it's a multi-billion dollar business and because it is a multi-million dollar business there are so many gimmicks and gadgets and potions and magic pills and snake oil and get thin overnight kind of remedies and it's a multi-billion dollar business because most of them don't work or if they work for a limited amount of time, they only work for a limited amount of time. The truth is, whatever it is, whatever the energetic mismatch is that you have with food, that's the key. That's the key to your success. I always said to my clients, to my friends, to myself, back in the day when I was 210 pounds, I knew that there was a combination lock. And only my numbers opened up that combination lock. And I believe, and time has proved it out, time and thousands of clients have proved it out that that's true. Weight release is not one size fits all. It's very individual. We waste so many times spinning our wheels with all of the fads and the gurus and the whatevers. When the truth is, if we just hunker down and sit with what comes up, because what comes up is not always comfortable. 
and the gimmicks and the fads and the and the smoke and mirrors can help you avoid that, but then you never get to the core, to the core issue, and you never get to heal it. So I'm celebrating the graduation of my client today. She's vital, she's healthy, she's fit. And when we began working together, I'm reading this from a, a post I wrote, uh, there were there were a fair amount of restrictions that she came with. A lot of them were in the form of uh, being tentative. She had had knee surgery and um, osteoporosis. And of course the doctors scared the heck out of her, you know, telling her if she sneezes wrong, her pelvis is going to disintegrate. And that's a whole other show, right? Let's not get started on that one. And uh, some neck issues and shoulder issues. And, you, you know, let's face it. A lot of people start feeling it at 40. Many people really feel it at 50, 60 and 70. You feel it. But, but if you intervene anywhere in there, you feel the pain less and less. You create a body, you create an environment, you create an energetic frequency in and around you that helps to heal you so that you can enjoy the later years of your life. So she came with um, a tentative nature. I only want to do this. I don't want to do that. I, you know, we'll do this, but not that and this and not that. And this worked. And I fired a trainer because they, right. There was a lot of that. And I just listen and I listen and I do a very in-depth conversation before we get started. So I really, really, really understand the person's physiology the things that are not going great, the things that are going great in their body, and more importantly, their thought forms about their body, exercise, food, body, exercise, food, and sleep, self-concept, self-esteem, all of those are key players in the success, in your success. So very slowly, I helped her to feel back into her body. Fortunately, she exercised a lot, right? When, when aerobics were really prevalent and fun. Um, so she had a lot of muscle memory. She had great muscle mem memory, which is wonderful. Yet I've had clients who had absolutely no history with exercise and have done equally as well. So slowly by slowly, eased her back into her body, eased her back into feeling into her body because when we've gathered pounds, we have changed the way that we move about on the planet. We change the way that we sit. We are constantly fixing our shirt, right? Covering up rolls moving the waistband, we're constantly doing that. And we're constantly actually putting our body out of alignment with that. The way that we move because our thighs rub together, the way that we move because our arms are a little bit further away from our body creates patterns in the body that we need to shift back to the healthy and optimal and delicious feeling 
places, right? The, the alignment that is so good and so healthy and so vital and so delicious. So she became reacquainted with her body and then the spark happened when she became reacquainted with the potential. She remembered back to the great exercise history that she had and we used that, we used that for a great deal of motivation. And you know, with everything that we do to make changes, to increase our well-being, even if it's not about well-being, maybe it's about your work, a relationship, your finances, anything that we begin to shift the energy for the better, there's always challenges, there's always roadblocks, there's energy that needs to be shifted, and a lot of that is not so comfortable, but there are ways to make it more comfortable. So there were good days, there were some not so great days, there were some days where she was really intolerant and impatient, and um, fortunately I've done this for so long and I've been a nurse for so long that I really understand human nature. And more importantly, I understand people's response to not only disease in the body, but discomfort and the feelings and the emotions and the triggers that come up when you are instigating change in your health and your well-being. So old thought patterns came up, limitations came up, and they tried to trip her up. And that's what happens. You know, I liken I liken the old part of our brain that likes to keep us stuck because the old part of our brain is saying, hey, let's not make any changes, right? We're good. It doesn't know whether you're good or not, but the old part of your brain says, hey, we're good in our comfort. We're good in our comfort, even if our comfort is misery. Let's not make any changes because that could be dangerous. And I liken that to a multi-headed dragon that lives in our brain and our key, our intention, our goal is not to slay the dragon, but to make peace with the multi-heads of the dragon. So all of these limitations came up and that put her on a roller coaster of feelings, right? Feelings and emotions, feelings and emotions. And if you're navigating those feelings and emotions on your own, chances are you're going to blame those feelings and emotions on something else. Your relationship, your significant other, whoever you're not really in favor with at that time, your job, your finances, right? You're going to misplace those feelings, which one, right? That old part of your brain wants to do that because it's taking you away from making the change. And two, it's, it's just really not accurate. It's not accurate. It's misplaced anger. It's misplaced sadness. It's misplaced grief. And it keeps us further away 
from what we want to do. That's why it's so great to have a coach. That's why it's so great to have a coach that's a life doula and a hypnotherapist, because we have so many amazing interventions that we can work with, that whatever comes up, we can handle it quickly, expeditiously, that's quickly, right, and effectively. So sometimes they get misdirected and it's great to have a coach because guess what? That's gonna prevent you from having the argument that you would have had, right, with your, your spouse or your significant other or your best friend or your kids because we understand that these emotional feelings are not related to them there's something that we need to sit with and we need to resolve. And when you have a coach that understands that, you get to sit with it in a different way. You know, a coach can help you make peace with even the discomfort, help you to find that place, that place where you stop judging those feelings, right? Take the meaning out that we put in so many, so many years ago about food and weight loss and the, and the anger and the angst that comes up. And let's face it, the body doesn't want to release weight. The body thinks you're gonna die if you release weight because back in the day when there wasn't any dinosaur meat, you know, that's kind of what happened. So we have a lot of things that we have to very gently and strategically work with in order to make peace with it, heal it so that you can move on into the direction of the body and the health that you want. So the feelings are processed by sitting with them, by working through them with your coach, and instead of them tricking you to think that there's something else. And I have to tell you, it's a big deal. It is a very big deal to break the binds of the thought forms and the limitations that we have about food. They're way down deep in your subconscious mind. It could be as simple, as simple, it's not simple, as you know, Aunt Helen said, oh my God, you look like a cow, right? And that got stuck in there. So what happens is this happened to me. So I continued to eat until I looked like a cow, until I ate my way up to the, you know, to the size of a what would be a human cow, right? So all of those are in there, but we can very gently not pull them out, but ease in new ideas, ease in fresh perspectives, ease in beautiful points of view that you have about your body and about food. And what happens is those old thought forms begin to fall away. They begin to fall away. But you can see now in comparison to the smoke and mirrors and snake oil and elixirs and, and pills, right? This process is a little bit more intense. It's a little bit more time consuming, but it has the likelihood, way more likelihood for success than the other stuff. So my client wavered some decaf. Do you have your decaf? but she never quit. She almost quit, but she thought better about it. 
she came back. She quit for about five minutes and then she came back. She dug in at that point. Instead of running away, she dug in. And as usual, what happens when you dig in and you stay steady, you reach this critical mass, right? You gather momentum, you gather momentum, you reach this critical mass where you begin the downward slide. And I love that, right? The numbers on the scale starts going down. The numbers on the tape measure begin going down. Everything, everything becomes peak. Peak performance happens. Suddenly your flexibility reached a new level. Your strength reached a new level. Your stamina is at an all-time high. And that is when you really reap the fruit of your labor. I love the downhill slide. We used a lot of processes with her. She actually took a three-week class that was based on the laws of the universe um, and, and some hypnotic suggestions. And in there, there was a lot of great information that is easier to hear in a class setting than is if somebody's talking to you face to face, right? It was easier to hear that there were ways. No, no, there is no way that I can fix this because it's part of the relationship. It's the way that he makes food. It's what he expects of me. There's no way we can change it. But there are there were ways, but she was so locked in that having that conversation with her would not have worked. And I knew that. So fortunately, she took my little three week class and she learned it on her own. She learned it from um, from a point of openness, from a point where she wasn't resisting, saying, you know, feeling all the feelings that she's felt about the angst and the difficulty that she had with the way that food was with the relationship because he made some meals and that was the way that it was, right? But it wasn't carved in stone. And little by little, she found ways to work around it because that was a very big stumbling block for her. So we used a lot of different modalities with her. Um, law of attraction, the laws of the universe, of course, you know, good old wisdom, practical wisdom, and of course, exercise and looking at making peace with food. Little by little, she would look at what she was really eating but I only eat a little bit of yogurt and nuts. That was the, that's a story that we tell ourselves until we're ready to look at the serving of the yogurt and nuts and the dessert of cheese that you have after and the way that that shoots your calories up so high that when then on top of that, you have a big dinner and you're not going to burn, you're not going to burn fat that way. 
So little by little, she began peeling away the layers of the things that she thought was impossible to change. And she changed them. And she's in the 120-ish, 120s pound range right now. She is at her peak of physical fitness. And even more importantly, she is fully equipped with a healthy health, with a healthy lifestyle, a healthful plan that has become routine for her. She's got her mindset that's already geared up because the success has her buoyed. And she has everything that she needs to go forward to continue to evolve into her excellent health, her amazing health, and her incredible fitness. So I hope this story helps you tonight or today. I hope it helps you to see maybe there is an answer. Maybe there is a little bit of a tool that will begin to shift that one thing that's always been the problem, that one thing that's always brought you back to needing to start again. She will never have to need to start again. And of course, the deal is if you, if you gather three pounds, you're on alert. If you gather five pounds, that's, that's worthy of a phone call with me right? We don't ever go past five pounds. Any of my clients that I've worked with, we don't go past five pounds unless they say, Nori, I'm going past five pounds and I don't care how big I get. Sounds like people might not do that, but some, some people do do that and it's okay. They do that in their journey. Everybody's journey is unique in making peace with food in understanding how to have a, a harmonic dynamic. I was trying to make up, I was trying to make, I am notorious for making words, right? So I was trying to make a dynamic and harmonic word mixed together, didn't work. A harmonic, a beautiful dynamic, a perfectly healthful and always headed in the direction of increased well-being plan tools, tools in their magic toolbox, tools in their tool belt, pelt that they can always use. They can always pull out at any time. And if the tools fail, the tools don't fail, we fail to use them. So if you don't use your tools, you gain five pounds, that's a phone call with me and we come up with a plan providing you want to stop at that five pound mark. I hope this has helped you. I hope this has inspired you in some way. And I hope that you know that whatever it is that you really, really want to do, whatever it is that you really, really wanna feel in your body, if you can imagine that when you're 70 years old, you can bend down, right, squat down, grab something on the floor and stand right back up, completely balanced. You can get up on your tiptoes and reach the top, top shelf of the closet, maybe even in your 80s. 
that that's available to you. Having healthy shoulders and hips for life are available to you. And Pixie's here to verify that. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next time. Whoops. And she walks across the, uh, the, uh, the laptop. <laughs> I'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you need to get in touch with me, please send me an email to norilove1111 at gmail.com. Or you can text me country code 1-757-323-5558. Take really good care of yourself. Much love, everybody. Thank you.